So, John, I visit you for the first time in a few months and you are literally split open with excitement. <laughs> That's exactly the case. I was split open yesterday under surgical care with a, with a scalpel and some level of generous, general anesthetic. Um, and so it took quite a bit of effort. They had to take a piece of nylon mesh to be able to, to put me back together. Well, so excited was I of, of news of your imminent arrival. I mean, they were about to use the normal whatever they use in America here, pig gut, to sew you back up or whatever. And, and then they said, oh, wait a minute, Scotty's coming again tomorrow. He's going to be so excited. Yeah, let's get the industrial wire out. Exactly. Well, they, they, actually, it's like it's probably something that's used in like, you know, a farmed fish. I think it, there were little bits of salmon, salmon cheeks stuck in it. They did hose it down a little bit. Nothing was too good for me. So actually, you might have just split open because of anger, because we recorded an episode about, oh, I don't know, three or four weeks ago now, maybe even longer ago, and I've just let it sit on my hard drive, done nothing with it. Um, so, uh, you know, nobody has heard it. So why don't you tell our audience, um, nobody, how pissed off that's made you? <laughs> well, deeply pissed off uh, because I was talking about something called Lottie, which I, I can talk about more now if, if y'all are interested. Wait, we're going to take a poll. I'll take your silence to mean yes. So let's talk about that. Uh, so uh, I've been experimenting uh, at work with this uh, framework called Lottie, L-O-T-T-I-E, which is a product of the good folks at Airbnb. It's an open source project which lets you take uh, a JSON export from a tool called After Effects, which I think many people are, are familiar with. It's a, a motion graphics design tool made by Adobe. And uh, so there's this plugin called Body Move In, which dumps out uh, uh, the contents of a uh, After Effects scene. Uh, all the layers, all the transforms, the, the everything you can think about describing vector animations and uh, and with pixels too, if you like, uh, and puts it out in JSON format. And then there are different, uh, essentially, uh, code bases out there that let you read it. So there's been you know a player for the web for some time. Um, and so what Airbnb has done is made a Java, uh, a Java-based you know a framework for for Android, a React Native one for people who use that monstrosity, uh, and uh, an Objective C and Swift framework for for iOS. And what's nice about it is it basically takes this JSON, which describes vector shapes and their change over time, and and renders them as 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 a core animation scene essentially, uh, which is really nice because then you get all the advantages of smooth vector graphics without having to redo work that your motion designer has already done and having to painstakingly recreating a bunch of curves and, 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 and transforms in code. It's already encoded in the JSON itself. So it's, it's been pretty fun to work with so far. So this is basically for producing vector animations inside your application without you having to write all the core animation to simulate that with, with entities. So is it like, um, you know, the product paint code where you can draw things and then it creates the graphics code for that but this is like a, an animation equivalent using the output from the adobe product exactly and it, it solves a it solves a pretty fundamental problem uh because if if you have motion designers after effects is is really the tool of choice and so they'll make these comps and say hey we want the the rewind button to have an animation that looks like this and so they give you a comp and it looks great and then they have to break down and say well you know for at the from zero to 150 milliseconds, it needs to do that. And with this, you know, uh, timing curve and, and this is the shape and, and you look at the shape and, you know, in some cases, if it's like a simple circle or a triangle, whatever, it's very easy to draw. But if, as soon as you start having curves, it becomes really, really tedious. Um, and so where, whereas, you know, those shapes are very easily done uh, by a, a motion designer in, in a graphical tool, 
and then they can be described, you know, with with JSON, which is easy to interpret, and then convert into into shape layers, for example. And all the transforms, all the color, all the opacity, all the timing curves, uh, is all put in there. And then you can you can basically load all this animation up in in a UI view subclass called Lot Animation View or Lottie Animation View, uh, and then you can go back and and play through it. Play it, you know, from beginning to end at whatever speed you want. You can play from one frame to another. You can play, you know, play by progress uh, values. And uh, you know, the, the the first inclination to use it is for uh, doing things like, you know, nice motion graphics. If you're trying to tell somebody about a new feature for that kind of intro screen, splash screen, that type of thing, that's kind of been a, a classic use for it. Uh, but they they gave some hints, which I found interesting about saying, well, you could also use it to do animated buttons. So for instance, if you look at, you know, Facebook like, you know, they, they, you can tell a lot of work has gone into making the, the little emotional response thing so that, you know, you, 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 you tap on it, up comes this little menu, they're animating around. I don't happen to know how, how they've made them, but I've noticed that the, that many, you know, Airbnb in particular, who, who who made this because they wanted to have a much more lively user interface, made this tool because they didn't want to have to try and have a designer, you know, have to, to you know, suffer through a loss of fidelity from what they had in mind. And similarly, software engineers didn't necessarily want to have to do the, the, the tedious work of writing something in code, compiling the app, having a look at, it. like, is it right? Is it right? Is it no? You know, and, you know, there, there are other tools out there for doing that. Uh, what what's good about this is that After Effects is is far and away the the kind of most popular tool for doing it, so it can really save a bunch of time. So you know, I was asked to to have a look at it and, and evaluate and see kind of could we use it. And you know, we're doing a systems test now to see if if the framework itself is is going to cause any problems. We don't have any reason to believe to, but we have to be very cautious. Um, but one of the things I was asked to do is saying, well, what else might we do with it? And uh, I'm pretty proud of actually what I came up with. It was pretty interesting. It was to to make the animations interactive. Would you Would you like to hear about that, Scotty? I would. I'm I'm not grimacing because I don't want you to say this. I'm grimacing because I realised I forgot to wash my hands after cutting those chilies and bits of my body are hurting now. <laughs> I might have to raid your painkiller store. But <laughs> please, John, do tell me. <laughs> This is spectacular. We really should be doing this on video. So as part of the punishment I gave to Scotty's, I said, you know, while I'm recovering from my deadly surgery, you have to come over and make a curry because Scotty is internet famous for making curry. But now I can see he's turning red. He's just like, you know, his forebears were just not used to, to this. The, the pasty white brigades of Tetberry <laughs> are unable, did not prepare him for this. So I'm going to make sure this is going to be a long diatribe. Maybe I should just dispatch you and, and you can soak your head in yogurt. But... Uh, so uh, uh, one of the things that, that I thought about is like, okay, it's nice to make animations, but you know, sometimes you want to do animated buttons, for example. You might have, have multiple buttons on the screen and, and you have to figure out where did somebody tap. And so the normal way you do this is you create a UI button and you would either animate itself using a UI view animation block or you'd you know, directly drop down to its layer and, and move it, you know, animate it with core animation directly. However, but you, know, you, you have these buttons and, and that certainly works. But you know, again, the more complex it becomes, the, 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 you start to run out of things that you can easily do with just you know, rotating a view or, or transforming it in some way. Um, and so uh, the problem though with having a single animation that, that's taking place is that, you know, the designer will make these animations and you need to really step through them. And and you have to define where on the area could you tap on the screen and have something do it, uh, work with it. So what I said was like, well, 
you know, while you're going to the trouble of drawing out the, these, these shapes, maybe you could just draw one more set of shapes, just plain rectangles, and name them a certain way so that, that I could read that in the, from the JSON file and uh, use that as, as to create what I call tap playlist, a tap playlist, right? And so it basically says at a particular frame of time, so let's say at the beginning of the animation at frame zero, this area of the animation will, will, should receive taps. And if you tap here, it will jump to the next place in the animation and so on and so forth. Um, and so I, that was really good because I, I was able to basically take this, this JSON file and I created my own sub view, uh, subclass of, of their Lottie animation view, which knows how to, you know, you, it has a similar API, new with, with JSON and, and Delegate. Um, and it would just basically look at the JSON before passing it off to the Lottie animation view and look for these particularly named layers and then create these, what ended up being uh, these model objects that I could then respond to taps. So wh wherever it was on the animation time frame, I could say, okay, they tapped there. And these these tap playlist items have, have a tag in them that has some meaning like like select or dislike select or close or, or whatever. And so the, the delegate of my animation view can then respond to it so it can know what's happened. So did somebody like something? Did they dislike it? Did they close the window? And, and this is where I get particularly excited about it since I care about uh, accessibility because we all should and, and, and most of us by now do hopefully, um, I could then make this animation accessible because I could then create UI accessibility elements with a trait button uh, for, for everything that's going on. So even these animations are, have the same level of, of accessibility that you, you would get if you carefully crafted the scene using UI, uh, any other UI view subclass or UI control. So, um, it's being tested now. It turned out quite well, and uh, hopefully I'll get to vlog about it and talk about it in a little bit more detail because I think it turned out pretty well. That sounds really cool. So as um, if I was someone who was an indie developer and didn't have, like, you know, the mega corp of designers and, and whatever else hanging around, would you say, and, and I say this sort of naively because I understand it's it's a complex tool, as a developer who maybe wanted to have a modern app with all the nice, because it's no longer just the animation of a view transformation or things moving. It is like, yeah, buttons are animated, everything, you know, you, you, you hover over something and it's all very slick and beautiful in, in the big bigger apps. Um, would investing time in um, learning motion, is that what you said it was called? It's After Effects, After effects sorry. Effects. After Motion, was Motion Apple's one? No, I can't remember. I, it could be. I yeah, I don't know. Anyway, After Effects, and then coming down to this as opposed to trying to, you know, get all hacky with, um, you know, the UI and animation code to do this stuff. Do you think, do you think it'd be worthwhile or is this really um, it works because you're in the type of setup where you have designers doing this stuff anyway? Uh, it's a very interesting question. So what's nice about Lottie is there's a whole... Uh community that's built up around it. In fact, a number of websites out there that, that offer pre-made Lottie animation files, the, 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 you know, the body move and produce JSON files. So even if you don't have After, After Effects and you want a nice animated heart, for example, you can find that as, as open source stock. It's, it's actually rather slick. There's a, a, you know, a free app on the App Store, which is a Lottie viewer, which uh, in addition to the couple of built-in things they have, there's just a, a QR code reader. So you point it at a web page and, and you can see it playing back on on that tool. And that's one of the interesting things about it because, um, you know, for this kind of stuff, it does, it does require decent hardware. And this is, it's been interesting because, um, you know, since we ship on, uh, we ship on, uh, we support back to, to iOS nine, 
um, with with our app, you know, it's easier on Apple because the the least you know least capable device that can run uh, Netflix is quite a bit more powerful than the least powerful device that can can run the Netflix app on an Android. But as it turns out, it it it, it is you know you can shoot yourself if you make the animations way too complicated, which is you know could be done. You know, After Effects is typically done for you know high end you know video production, so to do kind of title treatments and stuff like that for, for Hollywood theater, you know, Hollywood productions. Um, it just so happens that a lot of people, you know, the, 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 the field of motion design has, has gone to not just from Hollywood, but now to, to, to applications. Um, so it is certainly possible to make things super complicated, but to get back to your point is, you know, if you're an indie developer, no, I wouldn't recommend that you spend time on, on After Effects. After Effects is its own thing. It's its own operating system. It takes two minutes to, to, to boot up. And, and takes a long time to learn. It's a very specialized tool, but uh, you could use this framework, uh, and you you could you know make your app a little bit spicier with with some of the the the, the available stock out art that's out there. And it may very well be that your your graphic designer already knows how to use these things. And and you know the, the barrier to to doing you know fancy motion graphics in in your app is has come down a little bit because well, quite a bit in fact because of this framework. It's cool. It's um, yeah. It, it's it fascinates me as well for the future of app development. That that really are these technologies. You say, yeah, um, After Effects was designed for video technology, but here we are. It's becoming, I won't say common, but it's definitely becoming uh, more more common to be used is in app design, in for motion, and that type of thing. And it's this fusion of. Um, you know, app development isn't just app development anymore. There's industries are fusing, and that's that's great for companies like Netflix that have a whole range of skills. It does, you know, challenge those of those of us who are teams of one or whatever else. That you know, what is our, you know, are we going to be able in the future to produce anything that is up to any current standards? Just complete because the skill set now needed is just too wide. Um, now, I'm, I'm, there's always going to be individuals who will find new ways of doing things in, in hacking for, but I'm talking more as a general general industry thing. And I'm, I'm more saying that as a, 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 just a statement as opposed to expect you to have an answer. But if obviously if you want to comment, comment. Well, I mean, I think that, that you know, in the end, your competition is not necessarily another app or another company. It's 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 people's attention, right? So that you, they're this little magical rectangular screen that people have shoved in their face for so many hours during the day can deliver lots of different things. It can give time on your app and give time on Facebook and give time reading the New York times and give time doing whatever you want. So, you know, they're there. And at the same time, the, 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 the capabilities have, have grown so much that people are, are coming to expect us. Everything needs to be a, a cinematic experience. And so, you know, that, that's the bad news. The good news is the tools are out there and, and, you know, it, it comes down to the time that you don't have to spend tediously drawing a, a vector shape is time that you can worry on something else, you know, making your app more polished in general. And, and you know, having motion graphs in your app doesn't, doesn't necessarily, you know, make your app better than, than someone else is. It really is, if it's used in service of what you're doing, that's the right time and the right way to use it. Um, so it's not like, you know, somehow, uh oh, your app is going to get rejected from the app store because we notice it does not, it does not flow like this other app. That's simply not it. You know, it, it, what's important is what's important. And that's, that's the, the, the prime purpose of your app. And that hasn't changed because of these fancy new graphics tools that are out there. I mean, let's face it. I mean, it's, it's nice that Netflix would do this sort of stuff and, and they're going for this beautiful app that does its thing, but 
at the end of the day, if you know, I guess you could say as, as long as people go to Netflix for the content, and as long as the content's good and the app's not too shit, mm. then then Netflix is going to get get screen time. But the fact that it can have screen time and be something that uh, excites and delights is, is is a bonus, I guess. It is indeed. Uh, can I talk about something else? Would I be able to stop you? No, you wouldn't. But since I mentioned accessibility, I have to to, to give a plug. Uh, you know Laura Kalbag, you because you interviewed her, didn't you, at a at a conference? You were just telling me. I, I did back uh, earlier this year in in Switzerland. I did a, an interview session with her as a at a conference. Um, very interesting stuff on on accessibility and uh, and I see you uh, are sat with a book on your lap. Actually, a paper book. Yeah, a paper book because I liked it because it's I it's I still like paper books and I like this book a lot. I only got it yesterday, but it was funny because somebody was messaging on Slack saying, "Are there any good books on accessibility?" And so somebody had recommended this book, and it's called Accessibility for Everyone, and it's 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 really good. You know, it's it's primarily when it talks about examples and, and tools to use, it's primarily focused on web designers. But the the first couple of sections on it are about you know, how, how you should think about accessibility. And what I like about it in particular is it showed real-world examples about how the process of making any experiencing any experience, whether in the physical world or in software accessible, always improves it for everybody. Everybody thinks, like, ah, oh, it's this burden. You have to do it because you're you're being sued or, or whatever. That's not it. And one of the best examples was, was uh, uh, you know, making making a plaza accessible by having a ramp built into the design. And, and she used a, a picture which contrasted that with, you know, a, what was clearly done kind of under duress by putting railings and adding a ramp to a set of stairs. And it just looked ugly and uninviting. And yet the, the, the one that was designed to, to make it accessible for, for people using wheelchairs also happened to have made it, you know, nice for skateboarders and people who have shopping carts. And it, it just, it's a very, very important mindset. And so I, I just beautifully written so far and, and very practical, great, great book. I'll put it in the show notes. Um, it just, it basically, I don't want to sound like a fanboy here, but I'm a big fan of her work, uh, on this, but also because she's, uh, half of the, the group that makes, uh, uh, the, the better app. And as I, I wrote in a letter to her, uh, I, my mom has never loved me so much as when I was able to make ads stop chasing her everywhere on the internet by installing it <laughs> on her iPad. So, um, I'll put a link to the show notes for that because I, I, I do very much believe in, in what, what, uh, she and Aral are doing with, a. Um, you know, uh, trying to make the the web a better place through ethical design. I think, um, you know, I, I'm still so pleased that this has not just become a, you know, a, a passing trend because you know, there are periods when te- technologies or product technology become the um, uh, the popular thing, and, and there is there was always a danger that you know accessibility could just become the next one of those and then disappear when someone comes up with something else. I, I don't think it is. I think people are taking it more seriously. Sadly, I think if we looked at the bigger picture, um, it probably still hasn't gained the traction in the community as a whole. It should have done yet. Um, I'm sure it, it's getting better. Um, I was at a conference in India back at the beginning of October and the keynote there uh, was a fantastic keynote. It was um, it was done by a, a, a web guy rather than a, a, a mobile guy, but he he did a uh, a session called it's accessibility not disability um and he has a a daughter with down syndrome and he was just talking about how uh you know accessibility we we sometimes view accessibility of making our ways 
apps usable by people with a disability because he was pretty much saying that is the wrong way to look at it. It's about how we make the world accessible regardless of a disability and we celebrate. And accessibility doesn't necessarily have to be related to a disability. It might be um, opening some part of the world up to a demographic that currently wasn't, that don't even have a disability, but you've made something accessible. Um, and he was just demonstrating but really how apps that work well on his uh, watch and on his iPhone and on his, um, on, on his tablet, really, it affects their family every day. And he was just giving an example how um, his daughter wanted to come into the kitchen and say uh, to um, the Amazon one, I won't say the name because we kick people off. That's fine, isn't it? Alexa. Uh, um, yeah, good morning. And what is the weather? But uh, um, Alexa could never understand her because of uh, the way the way she would speak but she now comes in in the morning and she makes her ipad say good morning alexa which then responds back to her through through typing stuff and it's just showing how technology is for her just made what everyone else in the family does just part of it through whatever and it wasn't because of any nest thing so i just found the whole you know i think sometimes we can we can look at it it's about oh it's about disabilities and we always talk about blind people mainly because because voiceover is an easy one to demonstrate. But I just like this whole concept of it's, it's don't view uh, disability, view accessibility as opening doorways to people. And it may not be because of physical things. It may be just because your app can get you somewhere that someone can before. So I think it's exciting. And I, I really hope that this builds up over the next couple of years into, you know, we get more books like this and more books with uh, more general blog posts on things that just remind us that it's not just tech, this isn't technology is exciting as the frameworks or the abilities are it's 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 life for people indeed indeed well gosh scotty how long are you going to be in sunny perfect california i'm here for three more days i think Ah, oh, that's terribly sad because now you're going to miss the 10th anniversary of dev camp which is happening this weekend in san jose okay so uh this sounds like i've missed something for 10 years running uh, indeed. Well, uh, I've not been to one before, but the reason I know about it now is because our good friends at OCL, uh, the one-click license, the, the folks have built a framework for, for allowing you to uh, create contracts between different parties for the use of copyrighted material. And uh, they're going to be presenting at this great hackathon, which is taking place this coming weekend, and people will be able to see what they can build with this technology. If you could imagine being able to have the, the right to be able to use whatever you know copyrighted content is out there legally and, and easily in, in your app for doing all sorts of, of, of remix types of things and user-generated content, something that's near and dear to my heart, and uh, it's Dominic Sagala and uh, his team uh, are putting this on. So I'll have a link to those show notes and you're going to miss it. But hopefully I'll get to go down there and, and hang out and say hello to my to, to, to my buds there. Yeah, as long as you don't burst open and make a mess of the floor. I will not do that. I'm, I'm well sewn up now and it appears to be holding. Okay, so total change of subject. Did you, um, did you order another batch of Apple's crack cocaine? I did indeed. I had to sell my mom's couch. She's pissed at me. She's not talking to me. It's like, you know, whatever points I'd won by, by, by making ads not chase her, she's pissed off because she doesn't have a, a couch to lie down on with her, her ad, ad-free experience on the web. But I have a new iPhone ten on the way. And what delivery date did you get? Because see, that, that gives me a challenge to actually get this 
this um, edited before it arrived. I'm assuming it hasn't arrived already. No, no. I, I, you know, it's funny. I was, I was up. I couldn't sleep, and I was there. You know, at twelve oh one, looking at it on 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 the app because everybody said use the Apple Store app, and and it, it was you know giving you know come back later, come back later. It will be great. It'll be great. Keep coming, and uh, nothing. And then I looked on the web page, and it's like there. I was accepting orders, and I didn't have everything pre filled out. Um, but I completed my order sometime by around twelve oh five or twelve oh six. Uh, and I got a delivery date of November 14th through the 17th, so I didn't even get it on the first round. Okay. Um, uh, I, I was um, hoping to get one myself and my business partner. We said we just we're just going to buy buy them, and uh, then we worked out that I was actually in the air at the time of the, the release. I was on my way to Spain at the time, and um, he was on vacation in a part of Wales where he had about one bar of 3G on his phone. So basically, I, I had no way of trying to get one. So he was sort of uh, sat at the coast trying to... I think he, he left the house where he was and sort of one of these was hanging over a railing, hanging on by one foot, trying to type with the other, uh, other hand to try and get some signal and, and get it. And I think we eventually got through about 10 past quarter past eight in the morning as it was for us in the UK and um or seven I don't know somewhere in there and uh, yeah we have a delivery date of somewhere between the 24th and the 1st of March 2018 <laughs> of November fortunately so uh, but it is coming so um what color uh, I went for space gray 256 or 64 256 wow Mega bucks. Yeah, uh, can I borrow some money? No, well, I <laughs> you haven't got any anymore. No, I'll admit it. It's it's works paying for it. Otherwise, I wouldn't get it. I mean, I I got an eight, um, which work also paid for. As an advantage is that we need to have these devices to test with. Um, you know, honestly, I think that, that, that you know I, I did have to spend a lot of time and and not nearly as much as my colleagues, but we all had to spend quite a bit of time making things work properly in the safe area to to deal with a notch and. We all had the same stupid idea. It's like, ah, oh, let's make the volume slider. Just make it kind of take a right and go down 50 pixels and then take a left and cross the screen and go left again. And uh, we decided not to do that. Um, so uh, the, 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 the notch, the eyebrow, I guess I've heard different words, but that's a bit of a pain in the ass. Uh, but I am looking forward to seeing if the fluidity of face ID is really what people say it is. And I, I just, I, you know how much I love photographs. So uh, I'm looking forward to all the different options with a, a better camera. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen the photos from the camera, and they are stunning. Um, which was the main reason I got it. The notch gives me. I think anybody who's starting a new application with a, um, yeah, a reasonably standard UI, as long as you just use a safe area, it's. I mean it. It's it's fine. Um, okay, you may want to do other bits because you want to use the area that wraps around the notch and whatever else. Um, I think some of the, you know, um, there is a client uh, that I have um, some work to possibly do for that uh, has an application not written by me. I had that, that totally didn't use auto layout at all. Everything is in code and positions in itself, and obviously that is just screwed. And I think people with applications like that are, um, uh, are finding it troublesome. Yep. Got to listen. When Apple says use auto layout, they're not just doing it because they want you to use their technology for the sake of using it. It's because they know what they're going to do. And uh, they've, they've known about this. Somebody has known about this beforehand. So, yeah, if you haven't gotten on the auto layout train, you may as well just lie down and, and let the train run you over. <laughs> 
As for, um, I mean, it's been out about a month, six weeks now, is it? iOS 11, maybe even a little bit longer. Um, I, I've been, I, it's not worked well for me. Um, it's, it, it, okay, it's been a battery whore, um, but the, the, the zero uh, release of, of iOS always is. But this one particularly has been, I mean, I've even been out and bought a, an external battery to carry around with me when I'm traveling because I can't get a day out of the phone. Okay. Um, when I when I do anything, when you do anything more than, you know, let the the clock on the front show up or something. Um, hopefully, eleven one will be better. Um, unfortunately, I didn't find out if eleven one's better because my phone immediately automatically updated to eleven two beta. <laughs> The day, the day I think eleven one was actually released, so I've not, <laughs> no idea. So uh, I'm going to leave my current phone, just taking all the all the betas, and then when my ten arrives, that will, I'm going to run whatever the current shipping version is, is on that. But it's a uh, yeah. So um yeah, I'm 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 suffering with it. Have you how, how have you found it? I I've not seen those problems, but I you know I did have a twinge of of pain about you know sometimes you have to install the beta on on your on your device. And everybody says, never do that on a carry device, and that's for a reason. But I, what I found is, is you know, you get used to working in one version of Xcode, and then you realize that your your test one of your test devices is helpfully auto-updated to some point in release, and all of a sudden you can't build with it, and then you have to stop and download 12 gigabytes of, 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 of Xcode and get that all up and running again and hope that the use of that on your project doesn't cause any problems, and then you start shaking your fist in the air. Um, but... Yeah, I did find with Xcode. Um, I mean, I ran the beta for nine one, which obviously now the sh- is now the shipping version. I'm running the beta for nine nine two, and because they don't make any, um, it hasn't made any project file changes or storyboard um, format changes. You can use them and then switch back to the, the, the shipping one. Um, interestingly, though, each version suddenly get a far more warnings from stuff you've. Um, you know, not been doing as it seems to be deprecating more and more and getting warnings on it a lot faster. Yep. Oh, and warnings, my gosh, they're your friend. And and I know that I have talked a little bit about Swift and I had another, you know, not trying to put James Dempsey out of a job, but I had a moment when I was like saying, gosh, I would have loved had we been able to write this in Swift where we had a problem when we were mucking around with our, one of our microservices on the back end. And, uh, uh, something that had been coming back as a dictionary, which we had all assumed would be a dictionary, certainly you know came back as a string and caused a problem, and it made me want to come up with the country song lyrics. Just because you say you're a dict doesn't mean it's true. I was counting on you, but you string me along. Just because you say you're a dict <laughs> doesn't mean it's true. <laughs> Oh, no, I was going to say, please don't stop it, but no, do, definitely, definitely. Well, how long have we been running? I can't see, I haven't got my glasses on to see, even see the numbers moving, so you know, so I don't even let you look at the numbers anymore. I think we've been going a long-ass time, maybe time to uh, to dock this baby, and so uh, if people want to uh, ask you on the internet to please stop recording, how can they do that? Uh, you need to send cash to... <laughs> We could do that. We could. We could take as long as we have sponsors. We won't do a show. Do you think? Do you think that would that would that would work? That's, that's a perfect idea. The anti-sponsor. It's like please a kickstart to keep Scotty and, and John silent. I think it's a great idea. Who who will be the first to donate? 
Yeah, I think we need to uh, we need to decide uh, uh, what to do. Okay. Um, oh, I oh you talk about Kickstarter. I'll do it next time. I bought I bought a, a laptop stand on a Indiegogo, which is really really cool. But I'll talk about it next time because we've gone tonight. Uh, they can get hold of me. Uh, it's MacDevNet on Twitter, or they can send an email to feedback at iDeveloper. Co. Um, the website is back. I think I said that last time, but it's uh, I still haven't got all the back catalog on there yet. But I will get that done. I'm going to find someone to do that for me. It's got to move everything into a get it all just the markdown re-rendered. But there we are. Uh, anyway, and where can I get hold of you? Well, you can ask me to ask Scotty to stop recording by contacting me on Twitter as Jembe. That's D-J-E-M-B-E, like the West African drum. And might I remind you that your chance to avoid having to listen about Scotty's, you know, Indiegogo thing is if you send $100 to us, we won't record next week's episode. No, no, I think we need to do this. Like, you know, you have bronze, silver and gold sponsors. Okay. If we, if we, the, the bronze, the, the bronze sponsor can stop me from uploading it to the website. Uh, the silver sponsor can stop me from editing it and the gold sponsor can stop us from recording it. The platinum sponsor can cause, you know, random breakdowns on the CDN. <laughs> the platinum sponsor can, can rehospitalize you, John. <laughs> Excellent. Well, until that glorious day takes place, you take care. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.